Imagine all your audio entertainment available in just one place. That's what the Audible app is all about. With Audible, you can always find the best of what you love or discover something new. Audible has an incredible selection of wellness titles and originals, like The Light Podcast by Michelle Obama, Work It Out by Mel Robbins, and Confidence Gap by Russ Harris. Membership includes access to Audible originals, podcasts, and tons of audiobooks that you can download or stream as much as you want. And as an Audible member, you can choose one title per month from an ever-growing catalog of titles to keep. The Audible app makes it easy to listen anytime, anywhere, whether you're traveling, working out, doing chores, wherever your day takes you. New members can try Audible now free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash motivation or text motivation to 500-500. That's audible.com slash motivation or text motivation to 500-500 to try Audible free for 30 days. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Mari has grown her two fitness and nutrition brands. Co-founder of Bloom Nutrition. Forbes 30 under 30 list. A successful entrepreneur. Someone who has lost 90 pounds. Today's guest is Mari Llewellyn. Mari Llewellyn. My friend Mari. Welcome to the pursuit of wellness. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the pursuit of wellness podcast. I am in Europe right now and oh my gosh, This episode could not be more relevant for everything I feel like I'm going through and you guys are going through. All of us women in 2023 are having hormonal issues, whether it's to do with the environment, what we're eating, toxins, and more. And we talk all about that in this episode. We talk about cycle syncing, hormone health, cortisol, high impact workouts, and more. Acne is a big topic. So you guys are going to love this episode. And I have to mention... After talking with Gracie since this episode, I have gotten my period back. Moment of silence for the period. Massive moment for me. I was so, so excited after having so many hormonal experts on the podcast and implementing all of their recommendations. I have finally had a period back. Now, I'm not saying it's consistent and regular yet, but I had a full period and that is worth celebrating. So with that said, let's hop into this episode with Gracie. I really hope you love it. Let's go. Okay, guys, today on the show, we have Gracie Norton. I first learned about Gracie through her amazing TikTok content featuring hormone healthy recipes, cycle syncing, low cortisol workouts, skincare, and more. What I love about Gracie is her transparency with her PCOS journey. So many of us women are struggling with hormone issues and having someone online to relate to and learn from is incredible. Gracie now has her own e-cookbook full of gluten, dairy, and refined sugar-free meals. I can't wait to hear more about her story. Gracie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. This is so exciting because we've been following each other for a while now. We have, yeah. And I love your content. And I love yours. And I heard your story and I relate so much to everything that you went through. So I'm so happy that we're finally getting to to chat in person. It's it's kind of like the transformation girly moment. Yes. And now I'm having my own hormone issues. Okay, so so you're going through a different phase right now. I'm going through a phase and I have so many questions for you. And I think so many people listening, the hormone epidemic is real like I feel like all women are having issues with their hormones at the moment yeah well I feel like now it's just being talked about a little bit more because when I was diagnosed with PCOS had never heard of PCOS I had no idea the impact that hormones were having on just like my metabolism 
my mood, my hair, everything, my bloat. It was affecting every aspect of my health. And because it wasn't being talked about, I didn't have any knowledge on it. It was something that I really started to educate myself on because I knew I wanted to heal naturally. But I love that more people are talking about it. And there's just, there's so many resources out there. So it kind of can be difficult to figure out what works. Yeah. And I think that's where it can get overwhelming. But gaining control of my hormone health and learning more about it has really changed my life. So. And I think that's why you and your content are so valuable because you are speaking to that you you healed naturally and you're showing us how to do it so I'm really excited to dive in where did your health journey begin oh goodness okay so my health journey really began or I guess the onset of PCOS was when I was in college and I had a few ovarian cysts rupture didn't look too much into it. it was very painful and then after that my periods kind of started getting lighter I had moved from, I grew up in Mooresville, Indiana, which is a very small town, went to college in Indiana, and then I moved to LA. And that is when my life and my health just really started to change a lot. I'd always been someone that was really in tune with my body. I've always been an active person. I've always ate relatively healthy. And uh, after those ovarian cysts rupture, my periods started getting lighter and then it completely disappeared. And it took me three months to realize but no, I can I, I can understand that. You know what? I mean, I'm sure you know that like, everything is so fast paced here. And especially that transition going from living a slower paced life in a very different area to coming here. You just, I don't know how I missed it. It was, it had been three months and I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't had a period in three months. Can Back in the that? day when I wasn't so into my health journey, I would have missed anything. Like I didn't even right. really have a sense of how I was feeling at the right. time. Yeah, because you don't know what to look for. And I think when you feel a certain way for so long, it becomes normal. Mm. And it that can be just so dangerous. So that was kind of where the onset of PCOS happened. I went to several different doctors just because my symptoms started to get pretty bad. I was bloating after every single thing that I ate. I had gained 30 pounds in three months. I was losing hair. I had hormonal acne, issues with my metabolism, everything you can imagine. And it felt like everything, it felt like I woke up and everything had just hit all at once. And so because I didn't know that these problems were coming from my hormones, I was looking at each problem as its own thing, mm. right? And so that was really stressful for me. And then, so after I had decided to start seeing doctors, I was like, I have to take care of this issue. Went to seven different doctors, all of them recommended birth control and metformin, spironolactone. And I was just like, I really want to get to the root cause of, of these symptoms and heal heal myself naturally instead of putting a band-aid on everything. So that was where my wellness journey started. I thought I'm going to educate myself. I'm going to find the right doctor that's going to listen to me. And that was when I really started to dive into wellness. I have been wearing Nike since the beginning of my fitness journey from Metcons on leg day, which by the way, they are the best leg day shoe to Air Force Ones for my street style looks, to the sports bras and shorts for my workouts. They have literally been there every step of the way. And I am beyond honored to be working with them. What a dream come true. I love the fact that Nike is focused on holistic fitness. They know that women are multidimensional and so are the ways we feel good in our bodies. They've made their most meaningful investment in women yet with products that work for every woman, every body and every part of your movement journey. From leggings that move with you and keep you worry-free during your period, to super soft, versatile bras and sneakers that let you perform to your fullest, 
Nike is here to help you fulfill your full potential. So what I love is that no matter what your workout type is, whether it's weightlifting, Pilates or running, Nike has a product for you and they've invested a ton of time and money in making sure it feels and fits the best. For example, how many of you have stressed about the leggings you wear during your period to the gym? I know personally, I went through this recently. You're kind of paranoid the whole workout. You're not really able to focus, which is why Nike has just introduced their awesome leak protection biker shorts made with ultra thin liner, which means you can work out or chill out without any worry. I also love the fact that they've done thousands of body scans in order to engineer sports bras that provide all the support for the way we move and plus they're really really comfortable so head over to nike.com today to discover all the ways that nike helps you feel your all is pcos maybe this is an ignorant question but is it genetic or is it caused by something that that is a good question. Honestly, I think it can I think it can vary. For me, it was definitely caused by I think the changes in my lifestyle and st- I think it was stress induced for me as well. But yeah, I think it can be a variety of a variety of things that can cause it. And the cysts on the ovaries. Yeah, so you don't have to have polycystic ovaries to have PCOS. Mm. I also had polycystic ovaries. I'll never forget. I was, it was the first doctor that even took the time to give me an ultrasound. It was actually a gynecologist and she had the projector kind of up next to me and I saw all the cysts. My ovaries were four times the size. Wow. It was crazy. And this is like me going in. I had no idea what PCOS was. I had no idea what was going on with my body. And I just broke down in tears and she's like, these are cysts on your ovaries. And she kind of had explained then what, what PCOS was. And then I found an integrative medicine doctor that helped me heal naturally. But you don't have to have polycystic ovaries to have PCOS. You can just have the variety of symptoms that I mentioned earlier. It's interesting because I've had an ultrasound to okay. see if I have the cysts mm-hmm. and nothing showed up. Right. But I do have some symptoms of PCOS. Yeah. And I think that's the big misconception is that people think if you don't have the cyst, you must not have PCOS. Mm. So it's always important to get, you know, a second opinion, be your own advocate. If you're feeling a majority of the symptoms to keep figuring out if if that could be a potential diagnosis. And let's say you don't have the diagnosis, but you do have symptoms like hormonal acne, inflammation. Right. Will the same healing methods help? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, if you have any type of hormonal imbalance, there's certain practices that you can do that will ultimately just help you feel more in tune with your body. I think a lot of women, there's there's a lot of mystery and sometimes why you're not feeling well. And one of the things that took that out of the equation for me was blood testing. And that was when I realized that I had mm. a hormonal imbalance. And that's when I started kind of digging into, you know, what can I do to ultimately just, you know, learn how to manage these symptoms. So the specific doctors that helped you were gynecologist and integrative medicine. Integrative medicine doctor, yes. I know everyone's going to ask that question. Yes, an integrative medicine doctor, functional medicine. It's basically just they they help you heal holistically. And that was the avenue that I wanted to take because I wanted to be able to maintain my symptoms or to manage my symptoms without, you know, putting a Band-Aid on them. And it's been, what, three years now. I've regulated my cycle. I feel like a new human and... I don't count calories. I don't restrict anything. And I just feel so happy and healthy. So that is the goal. (laughs) So what did your lifestyle look at the time when PCOS was really at the forefront of your life? Oh, gosh. Okay. So that's when I was living here. I wasn't sleeping well. 
This was, I, I'd worked in an industry where we were up until what, 3, 3 a.m. filming sometimes. I was sleeping maybe four to five hours. I wasn't eating at the same time every day, which was also an issue. Very fast paced. And then, you know, my symptoms kind of started to appear. So this is when I was rapidly gaining weight. But at this time, and I'm sure you can relate to this, I was working out twice a day. I was eating so healthy because when I noticed these symptoms, I just thought, oh my gosh, I have to do something about this. And so I was just trying anything and everything. So that was the trial and error period because at this point I hadn't found the integrative medicine doctor. I just, you know, had the diagnosis and it was just trying anything and everything. And I was just not having any success or seeing any results, which was just causing more frustration. But I think stress was a huge factor in just like making my symptoms worse. I have so much turmoil with lowering stress mm -hmm. and every doctor I have seen has told me you're chronically stressed, you need to lower stress. I can follow a diet, I can take the supplements, right. I can do all the things, but I don't know how to lower my stress. Yeah. What have you done? For me, it's a, finding a good wellness wind down routine. So every evening I really have to focus and prioritize just kind of like getting in that, just finding my peace and in order to feel rested and get a good night of sleep because for me, sleep is everything. So it looks something like, you know, I do, I'll do my red light therapy. I'll have some type of digestion tea, maybe like a ginger, mint tea, um, legs up the wall meditation, just a super quick two minute meditation and then magnesium, always, always, always before bed. Do you take magnesium? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's I helped a lot it. with my sleep and stress. But yeah, ultimately just finding that good wellness wine routine and just sticking to it. And I think once you learn what you need, because there, there's people have different stress triggers and then people are calmed down by different things as well. So I think it can vary person to person. But for me, really prioritizing that routine in the evening was key. Yeah, that's something I'm really focusing on right now. Mm -hmm. And I also think the mornings can be so powerful. Right. Yeah. It totally sets the tone for, for your day. Are you, do you like to meditate in the morning? I'm trying. Okay. I'm trying. I go back and forth between journaling, meditating. I'm kind of finding my groove with it. It's honestly the, my biggest, uh, I think, flaw is okay. sticking to the calmness. I'm, I'm addicted to the chaos a little bit. Yeah. Some people can be addicted to stress and you don't realize it because a lot of mine was self-induced. Yes. You know, and that's the thing that's tough is because, I mean, obviously living in LA, there's so many other outside factors that can cause it. But uh, it's hard when you look back and you're like, well, I was kind of causing a lot of it myself as well. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like your lifestyle in Indiana is a lot more suited? Like, how are you feeling? Because I know you've been in LA for yeah, the past week. So it's interesting because I was visiting LA uh, this time last year and I was like, I'm so happy that I don't live here. And then I came back this time, just got back from Coachella. It was so fun. And being here, I'm just getting a different, a different feeling. I've met a few more people in the wellness community. Everybody's been so kind. And I mentioned this earlier, but I just love having that like in-person communication. I'm such an energy person and so I might start coming back more often, but Indiana is very quiet. It's very calm. I have my little sanctuary there. So I think it'll be nice to get maybe like a little bit more of, of both and maybe start traveling here a little bit more often. That sounds ideal. It. Yeah, but it's a lot slower pace and I, I have to be near my family. And so they're back in Indiana. So that's what kind of took me back there was obviously went back to heal and then be with my family. And it's probably nice to be around people who have a similar job to you. And we have so many wellness creators here yes, in LA. And that's the thing. Yeah. When, when I was connecting with so many wellness creators at Coachella and, and just when I've been here this week, 
it's been so amazing to just have those conversations because there's not too many people in Indiana. I mean, wellness, the wellness community isn't very big in Indiana. So it is, it can be pretty isolating to, to be doing that by yourself. And obviously when you're creating content, sometimes it's just you and your phone or your camera and uh, yeah, it can be, it can be isolating. So you mentioned losing your cycle. Yes. What was that like? Was fertility mentioned in any of your doctor's appointments? And what did you do to get it back? Right. So that was definitely a big topic of conversation uh, with my gynecologist. It was a big worry of mine because I definitely want to have children in the future. And to get my cycle back on track, this was a combination of changing my nutrition, changing my exercise, and then just incorporating a few full body treatments like lymphatic drainage and acupuncture was a really big one for me. I actually did electroacupuncture. I had never done acupuncture before, but I think that was one of the big things that actually helped stimulate my ovaries and help me start my cycle again. But again, nutrition and changing that exercise were two things. So for nutrition, I decided to remove gluten, dairy, and refined sugar. Some people recommend for PCOS also cutting out grains. Couldn't do it. I got to have like a little bit of grains in there. And then for exercise, I switched from high impact to low impact. And I know I mentioned this earlier, but... I uh, thought when I was, when I'd gained 30 pounds in three months, just exercise more. And even some doctors have told me, you need to burn more calories, make sure you're exercising. So I was doing two high intensity workouts a day. So switching to more low impact workouts, incline walking, hot yoga, some dumbbell training here and there really helped. So those were, those were the main things that helped me get my cycle back on track. And it does take longer. And some people ask, you know, I want to, you know, I want these changes to happen overnight or I want, how can I feel better next month? No, it was, it was a long process, but it's definitely worth it because it's just so much more enjoyable to maintain your symptoms when you can do it with, with peace and, and, and happiness as opposed to feeling restricted. My husband Greg and I have been all around town lately. We've been traveling a ton and all around Los Angeles for various meetings. And when meeting important people, we want to make sure our breath is fresh. And you guys know we really care about ingredients. And that's where we found Bite. Bite is a really cool product, guys. I've always wondered why toothpaste tubes are so messy and inconvenient. And what I love about Bite is that it's convenient toothpaste bits that you just pop in your mouth, chew up and start brushing. It turns into a paste that you're used to, but has no tube and no mess. Plus, you guys know from this podcast, we are very health conscious here. And I found out that we swallow about five to seven percent of our toothpaste every single time we brush. That's an entire blob of toothpaste every seven days. And I don't even want to know what's in the regular toothpaste. What I love about Bite, most commercial toothpastes are filled with harsh chemicals, artificial flavors and preservatives. Definitely not things I want to be consuming regularly. And I love the fact that Bife toothpaste tablets are made with clean ingredients. They're sulfate-free, palm oil-free, and glycerin-free. So not only do I feel good about throwing them in my bag and bringing them on the go, but I feel good about them going in my body as well. And they're in really cute refillable glass jars that look fantastic on your bathroom countertop as well. Bite is offering listeners 20% off your first order. Go to trybite.com slash pow or use code pow, P-O-W, at checkout to claim this deal. That's T-R-Y-B-I-T-E dot com slash pow. You know when you start your day with a workout, a Pilates class, maybe even a hot yoga class, whatever it may be, and then you want to go about your day, but you don't want to have that B-O smell? 
plus you really care about ingredients and what you put on your body, I would recommend Lumi. I love the fact that Lumi was created by an OBGYN and she discovered and proved in clinical testing that the vagina is not to blame for day-to-day odor below the belt. She uniquely formulated a pH-balanced deodorant that's aluminum-free, skin-safe, and clinically proven to control odor for up to 72 hours. Greg and I have been on the search for something that's safe to use, good on sensitive skin, but actually blocks odor. I feel like so many of the deodorants out there claim to block odor, but they actually don't. I wanted something that I felt good about and I could trust, but actually worked. Plus, what I love about Lumi is you can use it on any part of the body, whether it's the thighs, the underboob, uh, the feet, vagina. You can really use it anywhere because it is pH balanced and using safe ingredients. It's aluminum-free, baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH balanced. You can pick from a variety of scents. They have clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. I have been using this regularly, guys, when I work out in the morning and maybe don't have time to shower until later that night. And Greg's been using it too and absolutely loving it. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant and two free products of your choice like a mini body wash or deodorant wipes and free shipping as a special offer for my listeners new customers get five dollars off a lumi starter pack with code pow at lumideodorant.com that equates to over 40 percent off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code pow p-o-w How long did it take you on your healing journey to actually get your period back, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, it took a year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, because I'm currently trying to get mine back. Yeah. And I've been trying acupuncture, Mm -hmm. which was so new for me. Right. I was a little bit skeptical, but now I'm really understanding the power of acupuncture. Yeah. And keep in mind, this was, that's including the the trial and error period. But once I found... The right practices and once I made that switch in nutrition it I think it would have maybe around the six month mark but I threw a period party I was so excited I was like oh my gosh I got my period I was so so happy we've been saying I'm going to throw one as well because I I'll literally oh you, no you're coming 100% we need to have one and I I have dreams of getting it back because I'm just so desperate how long have you been without your period I think I came off birth control again we should talk about birth yeah. control but last July okay so almost a year okay yeah. And I'm trying desperately to get it back. And are you having, because for me, I was having all of the premenstrual symptoms and then you just don't have a period. Yes. It's the worst. It's like you have the acne, you're bloating, you feel like you might start. I was cramping and it was just no period. Yes. Yeah. It's such a like tease. I yes. feel like it's coming and it's oh, not. It's the worst feeling. It's the worst feeling. Yeah. So, okay. The workout specifically, I'm really curious about yeah. because I think a lot of women are kind of addicted to the hit star workouts yes i don't want to name names but kind of like a barry style yeah, the Barry's Bootcamp. um what did you switch to and did you notice like a, an immediate difference yeah so i think the, the first the first thing that i tried to look at was you know i was when i was working out with pcos and my, my goal was just to how can i lose how can i lose this weight why why is why am i not seeing results I was so exhausted 
from my workouts. I, I wasn't working out and feeling energized after. And I noticed when I made that transition to more low impact, they were workouts that made me just fall back in love with the process. I was feeling energized. I felt great afterwards. But yeah, at first it was that that hit style. And then I moved to incline walking, just 12, 330, which I don't know if you've heard mm-hmm. of that style of walking. I think Lauren Geraldo was the one who uh, started that. Uh, so I started doing that and then just dumbbell exercises. And I love hot yoga. I love to sweat. I love to stretch. And I think just not putting that stress on my body helped so much. And I started to see results after making that swap within, what, three three months or so and being consistent. So my body just responded so much better to that. And I know everybody's different. Some people prefer the HIT style. And I'll sprinkle that in now and then, depending on what phase of my cycle that I'm in. But yeah, changing my workouts was was a big one for me. Let's talk about cycle syncing yes. for a minute because yeah. the community had a ton of questions mm-hmm. about that. Where did you begin to learn about cycle syncing? Because it's a bit overwhelming at It first. is overwhelming and I'm still learning about it. It's still pretty new to me. But I didn't start incorporating cycle syncing until after I had started my period again. And there's actually a book that I read not too long ago that's a really great resource for people who want to learn more about it. It's called In the Flow by Alyssa Vitti, and she breaks everything down. Essentially, it's just how you are learned to live in harmony with your hormones. Because as women, we also, so we all have circadian rhythms, but women also have an infradian rhythm. And that's living in harmony with your 28-day cycle and finding the workouts and nutrition and just the lifestyle changes that are going to make you feel your best at each stage in your cycle. So you have your menstrual phase, your follicular, your ovulatory, and your luteal. And the way that it was explained to me the first time, which is so helpful, is you kind of pair each one up with a season. So your menstrual be your inner winter, your follicular is your inner spring, your ovulatory is your inner summer, and your luteal is your inner fall. So if you think about those seasons and what you may do during those seasons, for example, in the winter, you're kind of like inside, you're staying cozy, which is like your menstrual phase you want to be, you know, prepping yourself for what's next. And I think for me, I like to... I don't like to communicate with like a lot of people during that time. I don't like to be socializing. Like it's my, it's my me time, my self-care time. And then during my ovulatory phase, I just feel like my hottest. So I'm like feeling myself and it's great. But yeah, I think the more you can learn about those phases and again, women feel different at different points. So you really have to, I would, I would suggest reading in the flow and kind of applying, applying the, what you learn from that and figuring out what works best for you. But I would think my nutrition and my workouts to each phase in my cycle. How does your nutrition change between each cycle? Yeah, so my, my menstrual phase, I'm focusing on a lot of warm anti-inflammatory foods. Like sometimes I'm like, okay, I got to have a smoothie right now during my menstrual phase, but I try to have mostly warm drinks. And then during, for example, like my, my luteal phase, I will try to have more iron and vitamin C and just get ready because obviously during your menstrual phase, you're losing, you know, a lot of, a lot of iron. So it's important that you are are having that. So yeah, highly recommend reading, reading that book to learn more about it. So let's talk granular. Mm -hmm. Back when you began to heal, what were some initial steps you took? Small changes, because I know for me personally, when I began to lose weight and focus on my health. Mm-hmm. I really started small walks a day, making tweaks to my diet. What were your initial steps? Yeah, the initial steps were learning what was making, what was stressing my body out. So that was the first thing is just gaining control of my stress. And then after I'd gotten my my blood work back, I really focused on how to balance my hormones and gaining control of my symptoms. 
So again, making those small shifts and my exercise, that was actually easier. I mean, I was putting my body through so much work and effort. So slowing down and then just making those simple changes in my nutrition. An easy switch was just starting to eat at the same time every single day, Mm. nailing down a great morning routine, a wellness wind down routine. And yeah, I mean, I think there's, there's so many, there's so much information out there, but I do think the, the smaller shifts, for example, just like walking more, Mm. you know, and just taking that time out of the day, focusing on stress. But I think the biggest thing is trying to focus on one thing at a time instead of waking up and deciding to change everything. I think that was one of the things that really helped me enjoy the process instead of be overwhelmed by it. You mentioned eating at the same time every day. How long do you wait in between each meal? So it really, for me, I don't like to eat like right when I wake up. Oh, I like to have chia seed pudding like every single morning. So I have a little bit of chia seed pudding and then I'll have my breakfast around 8, 30, 9 o'clock. It's usually three, three hours between each meal and then I'll have a snack before, before dinner. And is protein a big part? Yes. Okay. Yes. For women with PCOS or hormone imbalance, getting your protein in is huge. One of the things I'll do in the morning, because I don't eat, I'll have eggs and baked goods, but I don't have like a five egg omelet for breakfast or anything. And so people are like, how do you get your protein in if you don't have eggs? I love chicken, apple sausage. I'll do like a chicken, apple sausage breakfast hash. And then chomps beef sticks are like, I always have one in my purse. I have one today. Easy, nine grams of protein right then and there. Beef bone broth in the morning. So if you're someone who wants like a yogurt bowl, make sure you're getting, that's an extra, what, nine grams of protein in a cup. Yeah, That's a huge one. Snacking on like pistachios or nuts throughout the day. But yeah, making sure I was getting in enough protein was huge for me. And that's a simple swap too. Like going back to those changes, it's like, what do I want to focus on today and how am I going to achieve it instead of like trying to change, you know, everything at once. You're kind of known for your recipes. Oh, they are incredible. <laughs> yeah. Where did you begin to learn these recipes? Like where did the creativity come from? Yeah, it's so funny because growing up, I would have like Eggos and Pop-Tarts for breakfast. Oh. So like wellness was not a big thing in my family growing up uh, until my dad, he, I think he went vegan for a few years and then we both kind of, we did that together for a year. And uh, that was when I first started to learn about just nutrition and kind of have fun with food. But yeah, I think well after I was diagnosed and I and my functional medicine doctor said, hey, you know, we should think about removing gluten, dairy and refined sugar. I just thought, oh, my gosh, my food's going to be so bland and boring. What am I going to eat? And then I thought, you know what, I'm going to figure out a way to make this fun. So I just started throwing random stuff together in my kitchen. I am not a chef. I honestly don't know how it happened. And then I just thought, you know what, I'm going to start sharing these recipes because there could be someone that could help. And then one thing kind of led to another. And I was like, wow, people are enjoying these recipes. I'm just going to keep sharing them. But yeah, my love for food kind of started just like after I, after I was diagnosed and I just wanted to find a way to make nutrition fun because people, I feel like, you know, people always say, oh my gosh, if you're vegan or if you have these dietary restrictions, it's always, there's no way that your, you know, nutrition is, is fun. So yeah, I kind of wanted to, to change that. Same with me. I think when I went gluten-free, dairy-free, all of a sudden it kind of sparked my interest in cooking because I was yeah. like, I want to make this enjoyable. Right. And I love all of your recipes too. They're Thank so you. great. Yeah. Thank you. Well, a lot of them are inspired from you. And I also oh. love your Olipop in the wine glass oh, yes. moment. Yes. I feel like that went viral. Isn't that fun? It's just like, I am i don't drink alcohol often. Actually, I removed alcohol for, while I was healing, it was about two whole years I just don't enjoy the way it makes me feel either. So that part wasn't too hard for me. But yeah, it's just like, how can you make it fun? Pour it in the wine glass. I put anything in a wine glass. (laughs) Oh, yes. 
<laughs> so luxurious. So now that you have healed mm-hmm. or you're on, you know, very much along your healing journey, do you introduce things back in? Yes. Yeah. So this has been the best part of healing for me. So I did work with my integrative medicine doctor when I started adding things back in. I removed, you know, all my food sensitivities, gluten, dairy, refined sugar. And now I can have everything in moderation without it flaring up my symptoms. And I never thought that I was going to be able to do that. And so that truly is the best part of of healing for me is that now I can have everything in moderation. Support for today's episode comes from Honey Love. The reviews are in and Honey Love came out on top for the best wedding day shapewear. Guys, wedding season is upon us. We're all getting invited to weddings left and right. And whether you're the bride or a guest, this is the best compression technology. They have completely revolutionized shapewear. You no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing it. I know on my wedding day, the shapewear I was trying just wasn't it. I felt like I was like not able to even eat or move. That's how tight it was. And we've all been there. So Honey Love really came to the rescue. When we're talking about shapewear, they are best known for their superpower short. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and need less compression. It's designed to work with your body and not against it. Plus, you don't have to worry about it rolling down, which is super unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. We've all been there struggling to take off a tight piece of shapewear in the bathroom with lines out the door. This shapewear has 100% cotton gusset so you can skip the extra undies. Plus it has a super convenient opening in the panty area for really easy bathroom access. No outfit change required. I love that. I have to pee like every five minutes. So this is perfect for me. It doesn't stop there. Honey Love also has more than just sculpt wear. They have incredibly comfortable bras, tanks and leggings for everyday support. Treat yourself to the best shapewear on the market and save 20% off honeylove.com slash pow. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off at honeylove.com slash pow, P-O-W. Today's episode is sponsored by PayPal Honey, the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. I feel like we've all been feeling the impact of inflation lately, whether it's eggs or gas The prices are crazy and I know now more than ever, it is so exciting to find a good deal. I remember back in high school, I wanted a particular pair of boots and I scoured the internet looking for coupon codes. And now thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. It's a free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one for you and your cart. Recently, I believe it was for Christmas, I was buying Greg an air bike for the gym. He's obsessed with air bikes. They are really effective for cardio. And I found this amazing air bike I wanted to get him. And Honey helped me get $100 off the air bike. And it was so easy to use. All you need to do when you check out, the Honey button appears. And all you have to do is click apply coupons, wait a few seconds, and Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. If Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. Honey doesn't just work on desktops. It works on your iPhone too. Just activate it on Safari on your phone and save on the go. If you don't already have Honey, you could be missing out. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show. Get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash pow. That's joinhoney.com slash pow, (laughs) P-O-W. 
Did you find that your acne healed from the overall improvement of your lifestyle or was there anything specific you did for hormonal acne? So I didn't do anything specific. I, and I know the medication that was recommended to me that I didn't end up taking was spironolactone. Yes, I just came off it. Okay. So, and I know that's that works for a lot of people and that's amazing. But I think for me, the biggest thing that helped was the, the refined sugar in mm. my nutrition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sparks my acne every time. Yes. And I had no idea how much of an impact that would that would make just changing that that one thing because because gluten and dairy helped a lot with my digestion because on top of PCOS, I had a ton of digestion issues as well. But refined sugar helped so much with my hormonal acne. Do you find now that when you have refined sugar, if you ever do it, it comes back? I do. Yeah, I do notice that a little bit. Yeah. Just before I left for Coachella, I was having a little bit of a breakout right here, you know, Mine on my chin and all I, around my mouth. Yeah. So that right there is that's the hormonal zone, if you will. It's kind of along the jawline, the chin. And I actually would have it come to the back of my ear and down my neck. Wow. I didn't really have acne up here. It was all just kind of along, along my chin, but refined sugar, I feel like is what helped a lot with that. And I think in general, you know, getting more sleep, all of those things helped. But if there was one shift that I noticed the most in my diet, it was the sugar. I'm curious in your blood work. So I'm assuming the testosterone was elevated. Yeah. So I, I was telling my doctor, I was like, I want to see that. I want to look at my blood work again, just to go over it with you. But when I had my hormone, my hormone panel, it was my estrogen, my progesterone, testosterone, follicle stimulating hormone, luteinizing hormone, cortisol and insulin that were tested. And he just sat me down and said, oh girl, (laughs) okay, everything is just out of whack. We have a lot to work to do. So I do recommend, have you had a a full hormone panel yet? I have, and I did a Dutch test. Have you heard of that? Yes, yeah, I've heard of a Dutch test. Did a Dutch test, Okay, everything's messed up. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, and it does help when you have someone working alongside you to really explain everything, you know, of, of... what what changes are going to help, you know, certain hormones and things like that. But for me, like my cortisol was also through the roof, through the roof. Yeah. Mine spikes in the morning and then it completely disappears. Okay. I guess they said I've been chronically stressed for so long (laughs) that that it's now no longer working. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, not having, not producing enough cortisol is, is another thing, you know? Yeah. So you can either have, you know, the situation that I was in where you just like, it's off the charts or you're, you know, you need to figure out a way to get those levels back up. Yeah. Yeah. With PCOS and PCOS symptoms, does everyone have elevated testosterone or it can be all over the map? I think it can be all over the map. There's different types of PCOS. So depending on what type you have, that will sh- that will reflect in your, in your blood work. But I think ultimately once you, for me, once I made those changes in my nutrition and my lifestyle, it was just like every symptom started to to feel better yeah you mentioned morning and night routine yes super crucial yes talk us through your morning routine in detail okay in detail okay so I wake up I'm not I would love to be the gal that wakes up at 5 a.m you were an early riser aren't you I am I need to learn your ways well my anxiety is also through the roof, so I don't think I'm a good example. Oh my gosh, I wish I could wake up early. So I wake up around 7.30, 8 o'clock. First things first is oral care. So tongue scrape, brush my teeth, flossing action. Sometimes I'll oil pull. Tongue scraping. Do you tongue scrape? No. Oh my gosh, we got to get you a tongue scraper. Okay, what does it do? Why do I need to do it? 
Okay, first of all, it has a lot of benefits for your, your oral health. And for me, it also has uh, digestive benefits as well. They say it can help massage your internal organs. Nobody wants bad breath, so it helps with that. And it gets just all the mucus off your tongue. It can help activate digestive enzymes. And it's just one of those things, like once you start it, you're gonna do it once and be like, how have I not been scraping my tongue? My husband does it. Yeah, getting all that mucus off your tongue, it just, it feels so good. We'll brush my teeth and like I said, floss, sometimes we'll oil pull, but that's a 15, 20 minute like process. So you, I like to multitask. I'll put like my dishes away in the morning or start making breakfast while I'm swishing it around. So I'll do that. And then I'll do a little bit of skincare. I always do my lymphatic drainage facial in the morning. Okay. I kind of tried to do it a little okay. bit today. Yeah. Can you talk us through like, why is that beneficial? What yes. does it do? Yeah. So where I learned the method was from Rebecca Faria and her, her Instagram is Detox by Rebecca. And she shares so many tips. I've learned everything that I know about lymphatic drainage from her. So when I was diagnosed with PCOS and before I was diagnosed, I had so much swelling and inflammation to the point where I felt like I could touch my legs, my stomach, my face, and it just felt like I was going to pop. And it's interesting because a lot of people think that like, oh, it was just weight gain, but inflammation and swelling is a completely different feeling than, than weight gain. So this was one of those practices that I would do in the morning that really would help with that inflammation. And I, I used to see Rebecca, she's, she's got a studio here. And then she said, hey, you know, if you're moving back to Indiana, here's how you can do it at home. So it's a two minute facial. You don't need any fancy tools, just your fingers and your face oil. And that's why I love it. And in my opinion, it's more effective than any tool. So you start by massaging your lymph nodes right here in front of your collarbone, by your ears, and you just massage very gently by the nose in the inner corner of the eye. And then it's just a series of hand motions. You'll swipe down the neck, you'll swipe across the chin, across the cheeks, under the eyes, and then upward strokes along the forehead. And I'm telling you, I can see a difference in the before and after in just two minutes. Wow. Yeah. Helps so much with your swelling. So it's draining toxins. Yeah. So the way that Rebecca had described it to me is that you're, imagine like your lymph nodes as a garbage disposal. And you know, when you have to like flick the switch and when it's clogged and you can't get anything through to run the water. So essentially that massage is opening so that all of that excess fluid has a place to escape. Whereas like if you just were put to put a jade roller on your skin, mm. you're not giving it an exit point, you yeah. know? So that's why it's important to, and again, this is just how it was explained to me, but I have seen so I've seen great results. Yeah. I've also heard it's great for acne. Yeah. And I think liver health. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because um, you're detoxing all those toxins. Exactly. And there's a massage that I do on my stomach and legs as well, because I had a lot of inflammation there and it can help with digestion. If you're, you know, need to have a quick like bowel movement, it helps with that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Love that. But I, the facial was like, that's my non-negotiable part of my morning routine. What do we so. do after the facial? After the facial, I will finish up my skincare and then I'll usually have my bone broth before eating. I love beef bone broth just because it's a little bit more rich in glycine, which is great for our gut health. Do you and have a brand? I do like Kettle and Fire. And I just started trying because I wanted to have something to take on the go while I was traveling. Chroma Wellness has a Ooh. beef bone broth powder. Okay, And amazing. I really enjoy the flavor of that. But when I'm making my beef bone broth in the morning, the Kettle and Fire version, I'll add ginger, turmeric, smoked paprika, salt, and pepper. Mm. And the ginger just gives it that that extra like spice that it's like, I don't know, it gives it a really good flavor. So if you're trying it, add that to it and it will be better. Some people just don't like the flavor. I actually really enjoy it. And then sometimes I'll have a matcha. I love my, my matcha lattes. 
And then I'll make breakfast. And that usually looks like some type of chicken sausage, sweet potato hash or something along those lines. I recently heard of someone mixing their matcha with the bone broth. Oh, gosh. I don't know if I can jump on board with that. That's a lot. I don't know. That's a lot. It's That's an interesting lot. mixture. It is. I've also seen, uh, what have I seen on uh, TikTok that I tried? It was a um, bone broth hot chocolate. Have you seen that? Ooh, that could be good. Yeah, because the the, the cacao powder is going to be so flavorful, right? That yes. I think it could mask it. So I'll try it and I'll report back and let you know. Oh, yeah. Make a TikTok about that. We all need I to will. see. I will. What time do you work out? I work out in the morning okay. because my cortisol levels are naturally higher in the morning. And the last thing I want to do is spike those levels again before bed. Mm. So I'll work out in the morning. I'll usually, I like to split my work up, my workout into 10 or to a few different parts, 10 minute segments. So I will start with my cardio and I'll do an incline walk, get my heart rate up. I'll do some like dumbbell training back to my incline walk. And then I'll finish with some dumbbell training. That keeps it fun too. It keeps it fun. It goes by so much quicker and I enjoy it. And it's been one of those things. And I'll change the intensity depending on what phase of my cycle that I'm in. So for Mm. my menstrual cycle, it's just like a stroll outside. I'm not doing any intense workouts. During my follicular, I'll just keep it at an incline walk. Ovulatory, I'm picking up the pace. I'm doing a little bit more high intensity. And then luteal is just kind of toning it back a little bit, focusing on, you know, dumbbell training and maybe some Pilates, walking outside, a little bit of jogging. So, yeah. What does the nighttime routine look like? Yeah, nighttime is is for me, that's like when I really have to focus on winding down. It's always magnesium, magnesium always after dinner. Sometimes I'll mix it with like an Olipop, mm-hmm. just like pour in a little wine glass, you know. Um, is it liquid magnesium? powder it's from oh. um moon juice interesting because yes. i do capsules but that okay. sounds like a good method yeah well what i've noticed is that some magnesiums are better for focus for me and then some are better for sleep yeah. so the powder has just been one of those things that's really helped with with my sleep so i'll and, it, and they actually just came out with a new flavor i think it's like a blueberry lemonade but the berry one's really sweet so you'll have to try it so okay. always have me- magnesium before bed i like to do a quick legs up the wall meditation if I want to do a quick like lymphatic drainage massage on my stomach, I'll do that. And then I always like to make sure like lights, uh, no bright lights in my apartment after like 8 p.m. Sometimes I'll turn my phone settings on like the red screen, mm. like the the red color tint. So my eyes aren't stimulated by that blue light. And then, yeah, just like a wind down. If I have time for an Epsom salt bath, I'll squeeze that in there. But that's like that's like my perfect night. You know what I mean? Sometimes I don't have time for every single thing. But uh, yeah, and then I try to like, crawl into bed by 10 30. I have these really <laughs> weird red light glasses that are yes. actually like orange okay and I look like a I don't know I walk around in those glasses but they help. They really do the amount of relief on my eyes especially because we're both looking at screens pretty yeah. much all day long my eyes get so strained and that blue light is pretty stimulating so to have that red light therapy and because I'll do the mask as well it does. It helps me like calm me down. It relaxes my eyes. And it's just one of those things that gets me in my, my sleepy zone. How do you handle, because you work for yourself mm-hmm. now. Yeah. When did you begin full-time working on TikTok? Oh, about a year ago. Yeah. So it's it's still pretty fresh. And you know what's interesting is that when I first started sharing just like my experience, my, my goal was just to to help. And I I didn't know at the time, because when I was diagnosed with PCOS, I'd never heard of it. And I thought there's got to be a a few other girls out there that could potentially be going through the same thing. I'm just going to talk about this. And then one thing kind of led to another. And it's like the very thing that was 
you know, so isolating to me has become this thing that has now brought me so much joy. It's brought me the best community. I love my community so much and it's turned into, you know, such an amazing career. So it's, it's, it's been, it's been incredible. I always say, I feel like our pain becomes our purpose. Mm. And it seems like you're living out your purpose now, sharing the things that you do. Yes, I have so much joy, fulfillment. I, yeah, there's nothing I love more than than speaking about, you know, this experience and connecting with people. And even, you know, I see every single DM, every single comment of somebody just saying, you know, I tried your recipe, I loved it. Or, hey, I made this for my kids, it was great. Or I tried your workout, I'm feeling so good. It makes my day. Tell us about the e-cookbook because you're now an entrepreneur. Yes. You have your own product. Tell us all about it. Yeah. So Cooking Up Wellness, it launched March 1st. And my dear friend, Jazz Leaf, also worked with me on the cookbook. It was so fun to just compile all of my favorite recipes. And it has over 50 gluten, dairy, and refined sugar-free recipes. So these are the, the, the meals that I was eating while I was healing. These are the meals that I eat right now. And... It's, it's fun. It's easy. I, I'm not a chef. So these are like, these are foods that anybody, you can go to any grocery store, pick them up. Anybody can make them. And for me, like I said, my, my goal was to just make nutrition fun again. So the, this e-cookbook is full of desserts. We've got snacks. We've got breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It, it has it all. I'm going to buy this book. Yeah. I need you, it. I'm going to, we can give some away too. Let's do a yeah. giveaway. I yeah, was going to ask, giveaway. can we? Yeah. Let's give some away. Yeah, okay. Let's do it. How about everyone follows Gracie at Gracie underscore yes, Norton. Yes, at Gracie underscore Norton. Yep. Follow this podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and let us know your favorite part of this episode under my podcast page, latest post. Yay. Now it's time for the question we ask every guest. Okay. I started this podcast because I believe everyone's pursuit of wellness looks different. What does wellness mean to you? Oh, for me, I think wellness means acknowledging the fact that your your body is going to need different things on different days. I think sometimes we can treat our body like treat our bodies like machines and expect them to perform 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 without asking ourselves what we may need different that day. So remembering that your body is a garden, you're going to need a little bit more water one day, something else one day and just being able to to go with the flow and and just listen to yourself. Yeah. I love that. Thank you, Gracie. <laughs> yeah. Where can everyone find you and your book online? Yeah, so it's at Gracie underscore Norton on Instagram and TikTok. And my ebook is called Cooking Up Wellness. It's linked on both my, my Instagram and my TikTok. And yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so yeah. much for being here. Loved it. <laughs> that was great. Thank Woo! you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Go comment on my last Instagram at Mari Llewellyn with the guest you want to see next. I'll be picking one person from the comments to send our bloom greens to. Make sure you hit follow so you never miss my weekly episodes. If you enjoyed the conversation, be sure to share and leave a review. See you next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.